0: On today's episode, Mike and Ryan return to stories about our brewing misadventures. Cheers. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Brewers-in-Law podcast where beer is thicker than water. Join us on a journey discovering home brewing, craft beer, and more. My name is Mike, and with me is my brother-in-law, Ryan. What up, Ryan? What up? Season three. Season three, and we're going to be returning to an old standby, which is talking about screw-ups. <laughs> Not always bad. Sometimes it's good. Uh, little known fact, but we space our seasons so that, you know, uh, about every year... Ryan and I each managed to royally screw up at least two things, and so we can always do this episode. I mean, I <laughs> still have plenty that I'm sitting down. I <laughs> got a backlog. I got, I got a backlog. <laughs> it keeps growing. Like, I think I had like four this past year. Well, we're yeah. going to use two. So. so, one of the challenges of doing these Myth Brewster episodes is to Myth con- Brewsters. Hold on. Oh, I'm sorry. This is not Myth Brewster. Myth Brewsters and misadventures get Sound. wound yeah. around in my head for some reason. These misadventure episodes, this is our third now, mm-hmm. and we keep having to do first sips related to them. and It becomes more and more challenging every episode. So for this one, we are going to do brewing or non-brewing. Uh, we're going to put a positive spin on mm-hmm. things. What is a an experience you had or a brew day you had that that began as a misadventure but ended in success? So I do have one. Um
1: I made I've, I there was a point in time I was trying to really experiment with lavender, um, and I think I talked about this as in the last misadventure, trying to make a lavender seltzer yes. and it literally tastes like soap. <laughs> Yum, so delicious! It was <laughs> not even close. <laughs> but um, as you heard in the Among Thieves episode that we did last season, I did a lavender blueberry mead. The original plan was not lavender blueberry. It was supposed to just be lavender. The reason there are blueberries is because I had to fight back that soapy flavor. It wasn't nearly as bad, (laughs) but by putting in all these dried blueberries to get the flavor out of it, very long. I think I I had the blueberries in there for about two, three weeks, trying to suck all the flavor out, adding more in there because I wasn't getting enough flavor out of it. Um, But because I had the blueberries, the flavor of that me turned out super 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 phenomenal uh with the balance between blueberry and, and lavender so it was a misadventure but by fixing said misadventure i came out with a very good meat i believe you've had that one of the six pack right well yeah yes. we did it on episode yeah
0: yeah. yeah yeah well you you gave me a little bit extra and we've been holding on to the extra to let it age a little bit and see mm-hmm. how it is because generally uh i have yet to find one that's why i baby that elderberry fig one so much because it just gets better and better as yep. uh, as it gets older so I'm, I'm never in a hurry to get through them i sort of wait till i can share it with somebody and we can give it like six months and mm-hmm. see how much yeah you know, how much smoother it is than the last time um so uh, i have to be honest i had a really good idea here and it has just completely escaped <laughs> How much of those have you have you consumed so far? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. No, it was just the uh, it was the the stress of having to read the prompt. You know, it's I, not. that has been a stress, while, but it no, it's been a while. It completely like blasted my original <laughs> idea from my head. Well, was it brewing related?
1: Was it non brewing? It was
0: related? completely non brewing related. Um, I am actually going to use one that's sort of a joint misadventure of haley's in mine where so we were we took a vacation in ireland and it was like a um, it was a week-long tour it was like really the normally she plans our vacations because she likes doing that sort of thing yeah. but this one we just bought a pre-packaged thing it was like each one each night you got to stay in like an old castle that had been renovated into a hotel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they have so right. many dang castles there, they just turn them into hotels. <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> pretty use cool. Them. But uh, so we were, it kind of resulted in, though, like it was a bit aggressive of a driving schedule for a week where it sort of felt like we weren't spending very long in any place. And we were in the Ring of Kerry, which is a really famously beautiful part of Ireland. Like, the sort of place you could, if you took your time, spend a whole week just there. Oh, wow. You can drive the Ring of Kerry, but then there's, like, all these there are all these pretty things and, and neat historical things and, you know, and little hikes. And you mm-hmm. could spend a whole week there if you wanted. So, naturally. Oh, and then on top of that, I believe we may have found a beer fest while we were there. <laughs> um, or, like, a sort of, yeah, like a, a little, like, they were having, like, a little city festival sort of thing. So, uh, regardless, we ended up leaving way later than we thought, and uh, the place we were going was way further away than we thought, <laughs> and the it turned out that the hotel was not going to be open, like, their reception desk was going to be closed when we got there, Jeez. and so, like, we called them <laughs> and tried to, like, figure it out, and, like, they were going to leave our key hanging on some peg, and we were going to, like, whatever, it just... We really didn't want that to be the case. So Haley was just like, she was driving uh, at this point because we were trading off and she was like, now we can make it. And she just like, you got to understand too, like Irish roads, it's like just going the speed limit is hard. They're they're very (laughs) windy. They're not big. You know, it's all hills and stuff. But, like, it was the most epic drive she has ever made in her entire life. <laughs> and we, like, we cut, like, a full hour off of this drive. It was supposed to be, like, a four-hour drive, and we did it in three or something insane like that. And really, without without even ridiculously speeding, but it just, like I said, even going the speed limit felt like you were flying on these roads. So, going even a little over, it was like, yeah. you know, I just said, yeah, it felt absolutely bonkers. And... We made it. We made it 15 minutes before the hotel closed. We had enough time to go to the bar, have some drinks, and watch the little band that was mm-hmm. playing, you know, the traditional Irish, like, sing along. Yeah. And it was actually, like, the best evening or the best night that we had, like, the whole time we were there that night. But it was only because she made, like, the most epic drive of her entire life. <laughs> in the dark. I don't think I've ever heard this in story. In the dark, like, going through, like, you know, these, like, hilly swamps. and yeah. You know, it's like, there's, like... There's trees, there's hills, there's you know elevation, uh, <laughs> elevation everywhere, skinny roads. Uh, it's dark. Yeah, it was like uh, it was pretty harrowing. I don't think I've heard the story from you guys. I've oh, I've heard really? other
1: stories from Ireland because that right sounds out. similar to our adventure to get down to Orlando before our cruise left. Oh, oh my
0: God, that would have been a really good misadventure, actually. That, yeah, what, what, I almost what, thought about that one. One that led directly to us having this podcast because that was where you guys uh, it, really got exactly. Into yeah, all the yeah, right? Yep. Oh uh,
1: yes. That'll be for another time, guys. I'll share that another story. Don't time. worry.
0: Another
1: time. <laughs> all right. Well, well, I do have listener feedback. You do. But we're going to save it for the end of this episode. We're so gonna... I reached out to different social medias and I said, guys, brewers brewers of, of any kind, tell me your misadventures that you had as well. And I got a ton of fun stories to share. So I will be sharing all those stories um, at the end of this episode, I'll I will mention who they are um, and where you can find them and everything as well, because they are great brewery content and great beer content as well. So awesome! Uh, so I can't wait.
0: Stay tuned for that. But in the meantime, Ryan. Yes. Why don't you get us started with your first oh, adventure? I have a, a more recent one. So we're,
1: that we're, I have a video to show you. you I'm uh-huh. sorry, guys. I can't. I I did do a TikTok. Can about you this.
0: upload it to uh, our Twitter? I could, actually. I would made you a TikTok
1: should. of this already, so I'll
0: upload it to uh, to the Twitterverse. Do the social media thing where you upload one social media to another social media. And but see, then... they don't like each other.
1: They don't like each other when you do that. No. <laughs> okay. No. Like, you got to actually, like, film it on your own, and then you just kind of put it into each one. Oh, well, that's a bummer. And that means, that means I had to get a filming, like, app on my phone. I'm like, no, that's just too much work at this point. You can just so,
0: film it in Snapchat
1: and download it. That's true. That's true.
0: Snapchat's not very good for reaching out to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway.
1: So I recently, probably last year around this time actually, I needed to clean um, my lines, uh, my beer lines. So the air lines are fairly new, so that's not an issue, but the beer line definitely needed to get a nice yeah. deep clean. And now, honestly, I probably should replace them. They're getting, getting kind of grimy and everything, even with cleaning. Um, mm, so
0: I just had a pull of your. Uh, <laughs> I, idea. I I run. I run no, hold on, I
1: do run Sandy through them before I run oh, yeah, anything yeah, else. Yeah. So
0: no, I know what you mean. They get discolored after. Oh a yeah, while. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just kind of you yeah. Know.
1: So I only did one because I had beer. I thought I, I, I had beer in the other one. I thought I'd finish out the other tap, which was the porter, the Carrowick porter actually that I did for the six pack. And I thought it was the line was clean, all the beer was gone out of it. And I took the whole tower apart. I pulled out that line specifically, and I took out the connector for the handle and everything. And in that process, floosh! There was still beer. <laughs> oh, no. in line.
0: Oh, you, oh no! And it was this still hooked up to gas too. Yes, it was. Oh no! <laughs> so so I'm just gonna had show a hose you. hose of dark beer.
1: I'm gonna show you the video. Oh, the, the oh, aftermath. Oh my. So, oh it was a porter. It's super, super dark beer. But, like, I was trying to catch it. There was a lot more than this one was in the line. There was way more in there. Yeah, like, uh, so, like
0: five yards away. <laughs> yep. And filled two glasses five trying to, to to stop yeah. it.
1: So, I had a wonderful time cleaning up this beautifully dark beer. And then yeah. cleaning no the line carpet. and everything else. Yeah. I'm glad there's no carpet over here. Thank
0: God.
1: Yeah. So... It was, huh, for lack of a better term, it was a lesson learned to make sure that gas is off. Just make sure gas is off. You can have beer in a line. If there's no gas running right. through it, you'll right. to be fine. Yeah, just
0: disconnect the line from the keg. Yes. And, uh, yeah. Yep. And otherwise, you're going to have a bad time. You're going to have a bad <laughs> time. Yes. Um, That's a good I one.
1: definitely did the pizza instead of the french fries.
0: I didn't hear about that when that happened.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> I was hiding that That nice, was a horrible nice mess ski reference Um But yeah no It was But I did clean the line Line is nice and clean But And another line I do still have to clean I'm a little I'm, I'm hesitant I'm a little gun shy now
0: Oh I didn't notice That you had uh, Drilled a hole In the side of your Keggerator there Oh yeah
1: that's, I, I wanted the The CO2 outside
0: of, To make it easier To get in and out You're And I can fit to, more in there Awesome You're going to have to Show me how to do that I want to do that someday To mine
1: See it was funny When I was building it Um Grandpa Sherbrooke said that it was different to do it that way because you are going to lose some, some um, cold air through the yeah, hole. Yeah. But like, I mean, I fit I fit two five kegs easily now. I feel without like it'd be a bigger else.
0: problem for us having it out in the garage losing mm, heat, like yeah. you down here in the basement is probably yeah, not okay. too bad.
1: Plus critters getting in there too. You don't want to get critters in there. Oh yeah. When you mouse get that basement, beer. man. When you get Go that mouse basement
0: beer. someday. Yeah, someday next year. All right. So, what do you?
1: What is your next All
0: right so, misadventure? Uh, my first misadventure is one that was so fun that we did it twice. <laughs> so we we brew, I almost <laughs> spit out my beer there. We we, <laughs> we brew brew in a bag, um, and uh, so for those who are not brewers, that basically means that you have this giant kettle. You know, think uh, like a, a like a an enormous. Stockpot, yes, you know, like five gallons. gallons. Oh yeah, no, yours is bigger. Ours, yeah. is, ours is like fifteen gallons. Yeah, yeah. it's huge. So, oh, you know, the one of the yeah, <laughs> the, the, the one of the time I think was like uh, ten or twelve gallons. So, okay, yeah, so so mine is so five. So a big stock pot. Um and uh, you basically take a giant mesh nylon bag and mm-hmm. you sort of wrap it over the sides, and then you pour all your grain into that. Once you got your water warm, you mix it up, you let it sit for an hour. And then when it's done, you tie it off. And I have like a pulley in our garage that I use to hoist it up into the air. so that it can just sort of drip down uh, gradually. You know, the, the excess uh, beer can drip off of it mm-hmm. while you finish your brew, right? It's just sitting on this pulley. So, but yeah, it's basically a bag that holds all my grain and for our batches, we have anywhere between what is say 10 to 15 pounds of grain, depending on the strength of the beer. Yeah. So, um, so there's one time I was, so I, 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 had one of the, two. I had the beer on the pulley, um, or sorry, the grain on the pulley. Yeah. So it's this like wet spent grain. It was pretty much done dripping. The beer was heating up. It was darn near boiling and I was taking it off and like, you know, I'd sort of knotted the bag around the pulley, and when I pulled it off, the knot came undone, I was holding out <laughs> of the knot. So this entire like twelve pounds of grain fell into the like nearly boiling sugar water I was standing next to <laughs> and like, thank God it missed my face. But it thank got God, all the over kids my, weren't there. It got all yeah, I know, thank <laughs> God the kids weren't there. Yeah, they, they they help us brew a lot. It got like all over my clothes and it like didn't burn my skin, but it like felt, it felt hot <laughs> through my clothes, like through my jeans and my, but yeah, I got, it just got all over everywhere. We lost a full gallon of beer. Um, and it talk about a mess to clean up. Like, you know, we had to hose it. <laughs> thank God it was in the garage. We had to hose out the whole garage. Um, and, uh, it was just something of a mess. So not fun.
1: No, not so, even slightly there. So
0: ever since then, I had been really careful about how, like, I held the grain bag as I tried to untie the knot. Or sometimes what I would do is I would just, like, well, it's uh, getting it off the pulley is the hard part. So it's so like now, mm-hmm. sometimes, like, Haley will spot me and she'll, like, help <laughs> me hold it or whatever. But, um, and now it's even more complicated because we have one that you can kind of cinch. It's got, like, a drawstring. Ooh, nice. Which is great. But it it uh it's weirdly hard to like tie, so Haley ends up taking the drawstring and like doing a billion knots with that around okay. the the pulley too. So it's just really hard to take off. But so uh, anywho, so we we got that down. I haven't dropped one since. Um, <laughs> now it may be relevant to know that you know those like. Uh, if you were to hang a bike from your garage ceiling, you'd use one of those hooks. Yeah, one of those little twist hooks. So that's what our um, pulley's hanging from. Oh, God, uh, I already know this A few brews later, (laughs) I was just... uh, We weren't even to that part yet. I was tugging on the pulley to get the grain bag up, and it got about halfway up, and I just tugged the whole darn...
1: Uh, the whole, darn never hook, heard these stories. The whole darn hook,
0: just came out of the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> just so the whole the whole <laughs> shebang, Napoleon everything fell into the beer. Thank God we hadn't boiled yet. But so, um, so by the the rules of like increased value, the next
1: time this happens, the whole, whole roof garage of the garage is going to come down.
0: Come down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's absolutely right, yeah.
1: I'm, I'm sorry I'm going to put this evil on you, but that's, you know that's what's going to happen next. Right, don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bob. <laughs> but yeah, so
0: mercifully at, at least, yeah, right, we're just going to bring the whole house down with us. Oh my goodness. And so there, there were some uh, some little wood bits we had to pick out. <laughs> was this was this your
1: sour? <laughs> no, it wasn't. Yeah.
0: But at least we hadn't boiled yet, so it was like okay, we, we killed off. all the yeah. nasties. The beer tasted Okay. The, Wait, which beer was this? I don't remember, but okay. it, it turned out great, whatever okay. it was. It, it tasted really good. But uh, but also, we'd upgraded to this giant 15-gallon pot. Okay. So very little spilled out. We lost That's maybe good. a quarter gallon versus a gallon the first time. So okay. that was nice, too. Um, but yeah, that was lame. So now, when I've learned a lesson that, you know, just due to the kind of friction associated with our pulley, you have to yank really hard on the one side to mm-hmm. get it to pull up. So now I kind of help it. I hold uh, the grain bag in the air yep. and then I pull on the pulley. So we need so to get the pulley like
1: system system that's supposed to like do that for you without any issues.
0: Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Christmas gift, like I'm gonna that. write that down. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, the you the, the, so you're you're talking about just yeah, like some kind of low friction, like you, you, you spin something in a circle type yeah. of thing. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, we we've, we've got it pretty worked out now. I say now until our garage comes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I put that evil on yeah. you. <laughs> you jerk. Um, Oh, okay. So yeah. So that's that was my, amazing. No, that's yeah. I, 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 how have short. you not shared these stories? You know, actually why I didn't, because I knew we'd be doing another one of these episodes. <laughs> I thought maybe that that was the reason you hadn't shared the uh, story about the poor. Oh yeah. Too.
1: Well, I posted. It. It's funny. Like as soon as it happened, I did post it on TikTok but and I'm everything. Not. I'm not. And on. I even said like, this is my next misadventure, so so you guys know. But you can listen to the podcast when it happens.
0: Did you? Oh, so you just posted the aftermath. I posted Nox that that same video I showed you oh, the I aftermath
1: of everything happened. That's great. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, uh, yeah. These
0: episodes are so much fun.
1: I know. Oh, they're, they're such. It's, that's what we're doing. They're a great way to start the season off. Because again, we're not experts. <laughs> We sure ain't. <laughs> all right. With that, I think it's a great time to take a break. Um, I think it's going to be me again, then you again, and then we'll get some of the um, the listeners who... Can't um, wait to hear those. I know. The there thing. are some good ones in there. But until we get back, we are listen to some uh, um, fan fiction, or we are listen to Studio Demands It, another podcast. Check them out.
0: But- or if this is far in the future, maybe we're getting ads from like Coca-Cola and Amazon. You never know, all right? <laughs> Cheers. Hey, you. Come over here. Who, who, me? Yeah, you. Okay. Hey, do you like Zelda? Yeah, I like Zelda. Who doesn't? Oh, yeah? You like video games? Yeah, I dabble, I play them, yeah. Yeah. Do you like listening to people talk about video games? Of course I like listening to people. Who reads anymore? Well, 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 buddy, do I got a podcast for you. It's called Fan Fiction, you know, with an X. Oh. And you can find it on all your major podcast distributors. That sounds amazing. Oh, buddy, you have no idea. One question, though.
1: Why are you in my room? I won a Hakalugi of a, a mead exploding from a bottle as I opened it and covered myself and the kitchen in mead. Well, that wasn't the story that got me banned from brewing. This is going to be the story. That was bad enough. <laughs> so, about the same time frame, actually. It's probably a few months after that happened. Um, and as, if you recall, the reason I was having these issues, because I was trying to get out as much meat as possible and taking the yeast with it, and then I would bottle Oops. it. And the, the yeast would still eat up all the sugars. You should wake up and go, hey. Hey, there's more sugar here. Snacks.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, when... When I made one of your favorites, actually, the Elderberry Fig, uh, the Great Deku Mead, as we call it. Uh, I made that, and I put it into, this is the worst part, too. It was an old-school Kunin Growler, which is a brewery near us here. It's got, it has got had a really cool logo, um, and they don't make that, they didn't make that style anymore. Oh, this is getting tragic already. I just get very tragic. <laughs> so, I had it most fit in a Growler. I had a, one in a fifth as well, and I had a... Like, a one of those little Ikea liquor cabinets that you kind of put up and build up and put up in there. And you can put bottles inside the chest itself. You can hang up glasses in there as well. It was a nice little cabinet. It was a nice little cabinet. Um, so we went up north, um, with some friends and family. And there we don't really have a lot of, of service. Um, we had a friend watching, um, the apartment, which we had the cat at the time, Thorin. Um... And we finally got some service, and Mal's phone buzzed, and it was a picture from our friend who was watching the house, and it was a picture of purple carpet and drips going on anywhere within this liquor ca- within, this, within this liquor cabinet, and by looking at it, the growler exploded. Mm. Cat was fine. Yep. It was it was inside the cabinet, so it was like the explosion didn't go anywhere on the roof or, or ceiling or you didn't anything. Didn't have glass like shards it in was, your ceiling. It was w- contained within that, but it did not contain the liquid, <laughs> as it dripped everywhere. Just the real and tragedy. <laughs> it is this elderberry and fig, rich deep purple, onto a apartment carpet, which is just like beige in general, and it's always beige. It is always beige. And I looked at that, and Mal looked at me, and she said, basement. <laughs> in which the oh, ongoing we joke, we, base- had, oh. the ongoing <laughs> joke that we had at the time was, if I bought anything that I really wanted, and she didn't like, it went into the basement, which yeah. we have it a lot the, down like, here. <laughs> oh, wow,
0: honey. That's going to look really nice in our basement someday.
1: Yes. <laughs> so I was banned... From even Mead, I went to Mead because I didn't have space to do beer. I was banned from brewing altogether until we got an actual basement to brew in, so everything can stay in there. And honestly, since then, and the two events coinciding with each other, every time I open up Mead, I'm like, <laughs> actually, what was it? it? Was one of um the pater beer actually that you made and gave me a bottle of? It was in that in that same gross yeah, bottle. Yeah, flip top. Yeah, I I was like. I know it's not gonna do anything, but I'm so hesitant now I'm just like, ee, ee, yeah. and it's like, like, okay, nothing happened. We're good. We're good. But yeah, no, that that was what banned me from brewing anything until we actually bought our house here and that's when mm. I started rebrewing everything again. Yeah. So
0: And ironically, now that you have the permission, not have you I have knock on wood, but <laughs> no, have not had nothing any like answer. that has happened yet, right? No, no, because well I don't do meat as often. And now I
1: know why I was why it was all happening. So I like, even if I'm you leaving, know to fix the I know not to get every little drop of meat out of it because I want to make sure the yeast stays away yeah. from everything, when, especially when I'm bottling.
0: Back then, you knew enough to be dangerous. Now you know enough to be safe. Exactly. <laughs> Theoretically, but and yeah, now I do, that,
1: I do let the meat sit for a very long time. With like I have bubbler, one, yeah, with the bubbler on, making sure there's nothing happening with it, and I can still see some yeast on the bottom even of that bottle right there and that's been sitting there for a long time. so and I think I've racked it this is, that would be the third time I racked it and it still has the ye- the yeast cake on the bottom just a yeah. little bit. So it is you got to be careful with it. you just gotta make sure the yeast has done its thing. So but yeah, that was that was misadventure number two honestly. Eh, maybe misadventure number three altogether. Yeah. With pre- when, like when, in, when your, and like in your, chronologically Chronologically in order, I think that was probably either three or four misadventure. Okay. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> All right.
0: What do you got? Okay. So, uh, so let me give you, so, okay, you so, yes, I'm going to say, well, I, I'm going to give you some, uh, relevant scientific information about corny <laughs> kegs. Okay. So we, we ferment in corny kegs and we, yes. So they have a little, you know, an outlet on both sides, a little adapter called a ball lock. You mm-hmm. snap something onto that, this little um, plastic adapter, uh, and it sort of depresses down this little stopper. Yeah. And that allows either air or beer to flow through. And uh, there's one, one side for air, one side for beer. So we ferment in kegs as well. So the way mm-hmm. that you can ferment in a keg, is you, you take the dip tube, which is, you know, it pulls beer off the bottom of the keg. Yeah. You shorten that by about an inch or something so that when the yeast falls out, when you transfer out of what you're fermenting in, you don't mm-hmm. pick up all the yeast and bring it with you into the final Oh, keg. that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, then really other than that, it's, you just sort of, you, you attach a little blow-off tube. So just a, a tube with an open end yeah. that's going into a little glass of sanitizer and you attach that on the CO two end. So yeah. the yeast make the CO two. The CO two goes up through the gas line mm-hmm. side, and 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 just bubbles out of this um, bubbles out of this little uh, glass. And that's yeah. all great. And uh, we serve beer at about ten to fifteen psi, and a corny keg is rated to hold up to sixty psi. Um, okay. And so if you're over sixty psi. There's this little, um, it's called a uh, it's pressure a release valve. Yeah, the, yeah. the one you blow can off pull. Off, yeah. So that will also automatically open if it exceeds the maximum pressure. So it's nice. Yeah. You can't turn your keg into a bomb. Yes. Um, that was
1: honestly what kept me away from kegging for a long time. Yeah,
0: yeah. You can't turn it into a bomb because, like, the pressure will automatically release if yeah. it needs to. Um, now, with that said, I got darn close to doing so. Because... <laughs> 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 we were brewing a uh i forget even what what the beer was i think it was the kolsch which uh this year the kolsch turned out well uh i'm proud to say that we had a big old fourth of july party we had co- combat it with like delayed covid robbed us of first birthday parties for our kids party yep. and uh we we tapped the whole dang thing in a day which was really exciting
1: we had a we had quite a few people it was we all it wasn't like, of like four event. of yeah. us it was yeah. like I mean, now we had impressive. like sixty people there, yeah. <laughs> but um, so we'll do yeah. that with monologue. Yeah, yeah, that'll we'll, just be we'll finish you, that me one. and Danny, yeah.
0: <laughs> but um, but yeah. Uh, so the beer turned out great. Ha, however, uh, so it it the the first days, you know, bubbling like crazy. It so if the if you fill the keg too much and the crosin gets up yeah all the way to the top Mm -hmm. you can blow off a bunch of beer into your blow off tube which is why it's called the blow off tube yeah but like we we blow off like a lot of beer like i um uh i i had filled up i i I keep a um like a little one of those big octoberfest yes i do the the same thing i I fill that at the bottom with sanitizer and that's what i blow off Mm and do that thing was overflowing yes um uh on the first day, and that's okay. That's fine. Is this a Colch doing this? It was a Colch, yeah. Wow. I, I maybe overfilled the keg a little bit. That's but part, still part of the problem with a, with a keg is you have very little headspace. Yeah. Um but yeah, uh, the colch yeast gets after it, man. Like uh See, I had
1: that happen with my stouts and even the, the, the triple we did yeah. we were ready for it, but like never yeah. with anything like that, like a Kolsch. Yeah,
0: yeah. I well, one way or the other it, it happened and then like seventy two hours into fermentation Uh, I came in and it just wasn't bubbling anymore. And I was like, this isn't right. (laughs) It was like fermenting vigorously, but no beer finishes in two days. No. no So I was like checking the tube and like moving it up and down and whatever. Like everything seemed fine. Uh, And then I heard this little (laughs) sound and I looked Uh, I found the source of it. It was the top of the keg was the pressure release valve. So it was, it had gone It the, the had blocked the, uh, the gas line, the gas outlet. (laughs) And it was sitting there at 60 PSI bleeding (laughs) little bubbles out of its pressure release valve very slowly and making this hissing sound. And I was like, oh, well the gas line must be blocked. So I just took the, the ball valve and I just tapped it like that. And the entire like three foot gas line just went like an elephant trunk went <laughs> and just blasted like this arc like around my bathroom. Because we luckily we, we fermented in the shower, but it like it blasted just the spray of beer and yeast up the wall of the shower, up onto the ceiling. It hit the mirror like it it got everywhere. <laughs> Um, oh no, you know what? This can't have been the Kolsch because we had a full keg of the Kolsch. It was, it, but it was around that time. It was a okay. different beer. So um, don't take take that with a grain of salt. But because the reason I know this is because either way, I then went, hmm. So I held it the next time and I started just, I emptied the uh, blow off tube and then I just started pressing down the gas relief side to just kind of open up a gap in mm-hmm. the, the blockage And let it blow out. And I filled that entire thing once. The, the, um... The mug. The the mug. And it was still blowing out like crazy, crazy high pressures. So I got a five-gallon bucket. Um, I blew off a full gallon of beer in just, like, blow-off gas, like bubbles, basically, into that bucket. It must have taken 15 minutes to vent all of the pressure that was in there. It was insane. (laughs) And then I think at the end of it, what I ended up having to do was transfer the beer to another fermentation keg mm-hmm. and finish it in there and just clean the crap Jeez. out of the first one. <laughs> like it was it was a mess. An Jeez. absolute mess. And you know what? I don't remember what the beer was, but I specifically remember that it turned out just fine. Just fine. It was okay. I mean I think could have been the Pater's beer? Maybe, yeah, might have been actually. It was about the
1: same time frame.
0: Yeah, it was a very similar time frame, and it was a, and that was Belgian yeast, so that would make a lot of sense. Mm. Yes, because they, they, yeah, they make a mess. (laughs) Yes, they do.
1: I did the triple once, and like it was. I think we did the same thing. We had it connected with. We didn't think we just put a bubbler on top, and within twelve hours, it was beer was getting into the bubbler itself. Like oh, so we had to. Maneuver a, a tube into the the cork itself and the, the stopper, and then into a giant mug, just like you were saying, with sandy water. I think I did vodka actually, cause I hate vodka. No, so. that's that's smart too. Yeah. So just pour it into vodka, and it's just it was going. It you could hear. We we had it set in when we were living this. Um, we were renting this house. We had it set off to the side, and like a like a adjoining room between the living room and the kitchen, and it was right there. Whether you're in the kitchen cooking or you're watching T V, you could just hear <laughs> Yeah. It's voracious. It is. Yeah. And I've seen it, like we walked through I walked through a few breweries actually when they're brewing and like they have the same thing. They'll do like the big five gallon buckets full of sandy water with a bu- with the tube connected to it and it's doing the same thing and it's going crazy
0: with the bubbles on the inside the breweries yeah. and everything. So Dude, a five-gallon bucket of bubblers. I, I mean, it's a brewery, so it makes sense. Yeah, like, no, because they're doing level. like
1: fifteen gallons or something like right, that. Yeah. So makes it makes absolute sense. All right. So as promised, <clears throat> we got some listener feedback on their own event, uh, other misadventures throughout brewing. Some of it's mead, some of it's beer, but they're all great stories. And I kind of, I kind of want to see your reaction to some of them and see what you think, like. But why would be some of the reactions? Oh, no. Because the first one is (laughs) definitely going to be that because we thought about the. I know at least I thought about doing this and then realized no. So this is from uh, Mead Weaver. Um, He obviously does mead. mead. There you go. Um, He said, I once experimented using a sous vide to keep maple water warm to see if flavors would develop and then he he continued saying after a week it looked like something from another planet definitely didn't even want to taste it <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. i know i thought about using a sous vide to like get i think you use it to we, kind we, of get your water going when
0: when we used to yeah we we used to like do a kind of a second step where we would like we didn't have enough space to do all of our brew in a bag at once, so we do it with a reduced volume and then yeah. dunk it in, like, preheated water yeah. as, like, a mash-out, yeah. and we'd use our sous vide for that. Yeah. I've seen this thing where somebody, like, uh, showed this little image of, like, using a little, like, metal hop spider, putting it around your sous vide, okay. and that, in their experience, protects it enough from all the goop of wort that you can brew that way. You can use know. it to like. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. No, because they're expensive if you oh, break yes. them. Oh like, yes. Yes. I guess as a, the guy who <clears throat> bought a, a like a propane burner, but like yeah, still.
1: I think that's still cheaper than a sous vide. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now I know our father-in-law uses a sous vide to do a little bit where he does the. Um, yeah, the pineapple and tequila. The pineapple the, tequila. So he'll do like. But I think he,
0: he does all that in a bag. In a bag,
1: though. Yes. So he'll do the water with sous vide warming up the water and in a bag he'll put whatever i think he does pineapple for one he does lemon lime for another and then in that bag with the fruit he'll pour the tequila in it and then seal it put it in there and let it cook for i think he said like an hour or something like that 45 mm-hmm. minutes and that comes out great that makes sense to me i really would have just, just leaving to... it going to see what grows yeah, yeah no <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh i'm not i'm not surprised hear yeah. there was trouble all right, so next one, it's the the brewing Brewin'. Great name. Um, he said, I tried doing a Tess small batch, used a smaller pot on the kitchen stove so I wouldn't have to go outside. Hot break got away, and before I knew it, I had a bad boil over with some hot and sticky wort everywhere. In, an in, in, uh, in parentheses, he put, I was in a doghouse with the wife for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> now, have you ever had yours overflow like that? Well, like if you if you when you get into the boil and
0: then all of a sudden it just bubbles and goes over once. Um, so we we first word hop usually, and the the whole idea, behind a first word hop, from what I understand, is that rather than adding like your sixty minute hop after the boil starts, mm-hmm. you add it before, like when you start okay. heating. So it's not that different, but apparently it's like that whole hop break happens when like a bunch of the proteins from the hops reach a certain temperature. Okay. Um, and, you know, they kind of foam up and then the foam collapses and whatever. But, like, you can force that to kind of happen already before your boil okay. if you first word hop. So that's, like, I've heard that. I've never, you know, it 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 seems like it makes sense. So I have started my 60 minute i always do is like a first word like that i do it before the boil and we've never had any issues since we started doing that we did have one kind of minor boil over um that happened because our beer started boiling when we weren't looking and it Mm -hmm. did exactly what you described (laughs) (laughs) but luckily like we kind of caught it early we stirred a little bit it came back down it just kind of the only bummer was just that you know then it's like all that all that sugar cooks onto your equipment and it's really hard to get off because yes. it burns yes. and caramelizes and it just stains everything. Yeah. So I've had it happen. Our, our five gallon still has like little black marks on the outside <laughs> from it, and our uh, our turkey cooker too does uh, on its legs. Well, I've had it happen
1: once or twice. I went so long without it ever happening, and then out of nowhere it just started happening a little bit, um, and it was before I even put the hops in, so like I was waiting for it to get to the boil, and I caught it right. I saw because it, it did this, like how you pour when you pour beer. Sometimes you get like more of a crown. Yeah. I caught the crown. Well, it starts
0: to kind of have a shape. Yes,
1: and then I cut, I completely cut the um the gas off, the heat off altogether, and then thankfully it just went a little bit over. It didn't go too bad, but then it fell back down. I'm like. Oh crap! <laughs> yeah, yeah, dodged the bullet. I, I got, and yeah. then from then on, like I'm always like, I'm watching you because I don't know, maybe because I use I do use extract, and I think the powdered the the dry extract oh, is more, more prone to it, prone prone to it maybe, maybe because I did switch from liquid to to dry because liquid extract is so sticky and messy. It's, I hate dealing yeah, with. Yeah, talk about the potential for a mess. Yeah. Yes, yes, that by itself, it's a it's a complete mess. Um, let's see who else we got here. Um, 1042 Brewing. Um, <clears throat> he said he oxidized his own Nipah for his own wedding. Oh no. <laughs> and then he said the keg was still pretty full at the end of the night because <laughs> no one wanted to drink it. That, yeah. that's,
0: that's, oh. I've, I've heard that that's a, uh, I mean, I've never made in New England, but have you ever... I actually just had this. I had one in my fridge. It was a little old. It was from a smaller brewery that mm. I sh- will not name. And I poured it out and it kind of had like a purple color to it. Did Have you ever had one like that? Because apparently that can happen that. in New England, especially they can kind of, you can tell when they're oxidized because they kind of start looking sort of purpley. And uh, definitely didn't, it was okay actually, but it definitely didn't taste fresh. Yeah, yeah. No, it was I've, I've I've heard they're really prone to it of like all beer styles. Well,
1: because you gotta dry hop it, so like you might yeah, oxidize. That's where you probably see. I I this is me being an amateur and and me not being like super like fine tuned with some of the stuff I do. I I have a greater potential of oxidizing because like when I like with the mead right there, like I'm gonna take that. St- topper out i'm gonna stick the tube in for the or stick yeah. the siphon in and then siphon into the next one and put the stopper back on like it can oxidize there yeah it's not like There's it's not super a for some yeah.
0: Oxygen ingress, yeah
1: but it's not like it's in to me at least it's not a huge like oh crap this is this is definitely going to happen every time it happens like yeah. it's just a possibility that it could happen yeah. and thankfully i have not had it happen yet Haven't so had yet, yeah yeah
0: I've definitely, like, when we've bottled, like, those um, bottles of Firstborn that we brought up to the cottage, like, those to me were starting to taste a little old. Like, it's not, I think when you do a hoppy beer, it ruins it in a more holistic way where yeah. it's just like, there's no point anymore. This mm-hmm. tastes disgusting. Yeah. But uh, but for, like, an Ambrail, it just kind of, just a little flatter and it just tasted mm-hmm. older. It's yeah. just I think that oxidized flavor I interpret as just f- tasting like age. Yeah. Um, and it just, yeah, it was a little less bright. Um, so I've definitely had it happen with my bottled beers, especially like Haley and I have kind of, uh, we've changed our bottling method recently to kind of try and fight it. But like we, yeah, we don't use a beer gun or anything. So it can, can definitely happen. Yeah, and yeah shame, definitely man. bottling, yeah. That's a bummer. Yeah, and that's, <laughs> that's why a actually, heck of a bummer. when
1: when I bottle, cause unless I I know the bottle like some off, like I know you. That's how you and Haley kind of plan ahead to bottle some specifically. Yeah, we for you
0: we, we we usually if we're gonna bottle we. Will bottle condition before yeah. we keg you.
1: Yeah. So I will use kind of like kind of filling a growler almost using that same uh, piece of uh, the tubing and everything to get into a, a regular beer bottle. That's how I fill some beer bottles. And they say the best way to fight it oxidation and to keep it from getting flat as well is just to make fill sure it all the way. Not all the way, not beer all the way, but even the bubbles. Oh, if yeah. You, just you, cap if you on get bubbles home. all the way to the top. There's no room for oxygen to get in because it's all the bubbles, and yeah. you cap it, and then you should be fine. Right, but yeah. presumably we all to,
0: the airspace in there is just escape CO2. Exactly, that's the idea. So,
1: like when we and then when I brought the beer to the cottage itself, there was some oxidation there and flat, and some of the flat beer as well because yeah. it just wasn't quite good enough. If you go to bottle, yeah, it wasn't quite the same make sure, as having it yeah. off the tap. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. So next one, I think I got a couple more. Um, this is from. Uh, Brew Cust Brews uh, He said Oh Yesterday Which is This was a while ago I was brewing And I put the wort chiller In the pot And one of the Silicone tubes Got a hole Burnt in it And once I turned On the water To chill the wort Water Ooh. sprayed Everywhere oh, The garage no. floor Was flooded Oh no <laughs> And that I saw this And it made me I Think, it made Mis- me think of you guys uh, A little bit Misadventures 1 Was our kitchen flood Yes yeah? <laughs> Oh man
0: That's a bummer dude Dude, what a what a panic moment too cuz it's just like it's a key important moment you got to get it cold or the hops are just going to keep on like yep. isomerizing. So, what do you do? Yep. Yeah. Oh, dude, I definitely feel for you. Yeah, we've been in a very similar scenario. I'd be curious to know if you're listening to the episode. Did uh, did a bunch of it get into the beer, the water? I was the same thing. Oh, actually. The hose water was the beer. Okay.
1: Well, when I, I didn't read the second half because it's in two parts. Um, but you can build the... a new garage, but what about the beer? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well,
1: I was I was looking the same thing. Like I was wondering. Like I thought it was more thinking that the copper tubing itself, not not the sil- not the plastic tubing getting out. But, like, imagine if it was, like, a hole in the copper, oh. and it just went, and all of a sudden your beard just went, and overflowed and everything. Oh, now and your it's beard one and gone. a half percent. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's cold now, so I guess that's something. <laughs> all right, and um, I'm going to shoot this out real quick. We did get one, actually, fun uh, little comment saying, uh, this is uh, Miss Reed Southern. Uh, she said, very excited, and I love the name of your podcast. I thought that was... I didn't notice that there's a little bottom of the picture. Thank you. Um, but the last misadventure that I got here, uh, Dizzy Claire drinks beer. And literally all it says is, LOL, many explosions with wine all over the floor. Oh, no. <laughs> wine, though. Wine. <laughs> I actually have a fun one with wine. I
0: have a feeling that uh, wine, like I think red wine especially... Might be the Stainiest even, Well you know what I think Elderberry Fake <laughs> could hold It's own with it We got most of it Off the carpet We got one of those did Like you, uh, okay. rug doctor things Yeah you, like, We did it like Four did times But we got most depth, of it out. Yeah. I don't think
1: we got The full deposit um, back on that, on
0: that. I, I feel like Even more than Like an imperial stout Something about red wine Just doesn't want To come off Yeah Now I do have A fun story With red wine
1: actually So Elvis my old roommate Um Him and I lived together, and he used to work at a winery. He worked at a field zone, actually, for a long time. And we would get bottles of wine uh, all the time. But one time I came home from work, and sitting in our kitchen was a five-gallon carboy of red wine. And I'm like, what is this? And he said, well, it didn't quite turn out the way they wanted it, so they were just going to dump it. And I said, I'll just take it. So I did. And... With, and the reason it wasn't up to the standards because it was already vinegar. Oh, no. <laughs> Red wine vinegar. So, like, we've, like, first, that first night, okay, poured some out, took a sip. Mmm, okay.
0: So we could cook with this.
1: <laughs> we did for a little bit. We had five gallons of it. we were one of the things to do that's a
0: lot that's a lot to cook so
1: like we messed with some of the younger guys and made them drink some of it as well and then like we made a a drinking game out of it as well that would be
0: such a fun like thing to just everybody else pretend (laughs) like so this is uh five hundred dollars a (laughs) bottle it's from france so it's only grown in one square mile in the entire world and it is it is literally maybe the choicest wine you can ever get. And then yeah. just everybody take, a, take sip. a sip and pretend it's good and see what somebody does. <laughs> that would be such a good prank. I
1: did something like that with uh, vodka shots. Um, oh, no. I had a friend a friend who wanted to do vodka shots. That's all he wanted to do. And I, I cannot stand vodka, as I said earlier. Um, and so I went, I went and ordered them every single time. And I'd be like, one shot of water. And shots of vodka for us, <laughs> and I, I can't stand it. I'll, I'll drink beer. I'll do shots of tequila. I'll do shots of whiskey. I'll do Jaeger bombs at, at that point in time. At least I was doing Jaeger bombs, but like vodka was the one thing I just I could not stand, and that's why it's a rule for the, the advent calendar that we do not do vodka. That was the one rule we put down. I don't remember that, but I was never <laughs> going to. So that's fine. I think it was. It was. It was. Vodka and no Captain Morgan. Not really. Yeah, that's my. That was you. Yeah, (laughs) that's a hard rule. (laughs) I will be
0: very angry. (laughs) Yes, and sad at the same time. But yeah, I I, I would be curious. Who who did you say you had posted that comment about the wine? Um, that was Dizzy Claire drinks beer and she talks about wine. (laughs) If if you're a listener, uh, I would love to know what sort of wine you made and if it was good. Because I've always wondered, like. Home, home winemaking has always seemed like, I don't know what it is about wine. Cause beer, I'm like, I can make beer as good as these people, but, um, wine, it just, I don't know. seems more complicated and like, I would never be able to make a wine good enough that I would want to drink it more than just going, well, I made it and I spent money on it and it's not as good as <laughs> the other stuff, I'm but waiting, I might as well had it. I'm waiting for our in-laws. Well drink it. I'm
1: waiting for our in-laws. Both of them now retired. They're just... Start I, making we, Pinot, they, a, a, a Creek, whole bunch of Pinot Grigio, Pinot Grigio, clone. <laughs> dude, you know, like beer's coming, you know, wine's going to be coming. Like, I
0: don't know. We'll see. I don't know. Maybe. I, th- yeah. I think
1: he will. I think you, I think wine will definitely show up. I bet if he can because, make a Liberty Creek
0: clone. yeah. Oh yes. That's like, uh, immunity from the doghouse house for Well, especially <laughs> since I
1: remember there was a point in time where like they weren't able to find it. So that's he was stockpiling. Still oh, still now.
0: Yeah, I, so. I. I think it's it's hard to find, and they just have a stockpile. Yeah,
1: they have a huge stockpile. But so, uh, all right, my dog is ringing the bell, so I think we should probably get wrapping up here soon. Is is Rex telling
0: us that it's time to tell people where to find us? I think that's what the bells say well, for. Actually. Thank you, Rex. Wow, <laughs> he's keeping us on uh, on he's time. He's keeping us on, keeping us timely. What a what a best boy. <laughs> so you can find us on Twitter at Brothers In Law. Uh, or alternatively, on our website at com, where there is some additional info about the websites and our podcast. Mm-hmm. Ryan, where else can people find you?
1: Uh, mostly TikTok. That's where I got a lot of these comments from. They did. You're so they, youthful. I'm so youthful. They did <laughs> not, like, they, they they were perfect. Best comments I've found in a long time. And when we do the American uh, Lager episode, I asked everyone what's their go-to American Lager. I got some good answers there as well. So, oh, really? Okay. Yes. That's um, good.
0: All you told me before is you got overwhelmingly one answer. I did get overwhelmingly
1: one answer, but... Though,
0: if you hear this and you, you, you hit up Ryan and guess what that one answer was, if you weren't one of those people that yes. responded...
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is going to look up the, the video I took. But, oh, that's the one! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but, like, um, so TikTok is the main one. I am on Twitter, Wise Old Owls Brew, um, and also my personal one. Um, I'm on there every so often, uh, Rambo Coon, K-U-H-N um we're we are also on instagram we're also on facebook you can find us there for any episode uh updates um and like you said i believe you said the website um reasonlaw.com and of course wherever you listen to your podcasts make sure you you rate subscribe, us subscribe rate, review follow whatever those things are send us you,
0: send us flowers
1: Send us beer Send us beer. Send us beer. I appreciate that. I will not fight you on that, guys. All right. I will honestly you if you ever want to, to send if you ever want to send us beer, I have a PO box, you can send it to that. Um, but until next time, we'll be talking more misadventures. Until the next
0: misadventure. Until the next misadventure, guys. Cheers. Cheers.
1: Did a dinner